talking the latest MCU Disney Plus show, uh, Moon Knight. And I'm Casey, as always. And I have with me uh, a man who needs no introduction, because if I gave him one, you still wouldn't know who he is. Colin Sapp. Hunlo, it me. Thank you, sir, for being here. I know you're a busy schedule, and you just have so much on your plate. Very busy. The Apex uh, Predator grind is real. Jeez. I don't believe that. Oh, what are you doing tonight? Hmm? Exactly. Uh, so today we're talking, obviously, episode one, The Goldfish Problem. Uh, this episode is directed by, let's see, who we got? Justin Benson, Muhammad Diab, and Aaron Moorhead. And uh, written by was, Jeremy Slater. I think Muhammad Diab, if I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, yeah, Muhammad is a very common name, yeah. No, the last name. I, I was oh, hoping, uh, I, I, I think he directed this one, and I'm pretty sure he directs four of the six episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I'm just going off IMDb. Gotcha. Uh, so, tell me about mm-hmm. The Moon Knight. The character in general or the episode? Well, tell me because well, well, tell me this because we had the announcement of the show. You know, we did the whole. That was probably what two years ago at this point. Yeah, probably. It's been a minute now. I mean, are you surprised? Before we get into the episode of spoilers, are you surprised that uh, we're getting Moon Knight so soon? I mean, I wouldn't say it's so soon, considering how long the MCU's been going on at this point. But or do you do you mean like so soon is in the case of so soon from since when they announced it? Uh, no, no. I, I mean, in just in general, because I just can't. I mean, just of all the characters uh, Marvel has, there's still a you. lot. I guess I just figured it'd be little, probably literally ten years later. I I I'm not. I would say I'm not really surprised, just because. You know, at the time, uh, Marvel didn't have the Fantastic Four. They didn't have the X-Men to go off of. So these are all projects that are probably well in development before they even got announced. So uh, I wouldn't say I'm surprised Moon Knight's coming in. They've they've done pretty much majority, I would say, of their heavy hitters at this point, aside from the Fantastic Four and X-Men, which we're getting to slowly but surely. Um, so I wouldn't say I'm surprised uh, that he has made his way into the MCU now. And I don't remember, is he one of your favorite characters? He is, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, what, as far as your anticipation, okay, well, they cast Oscar Isaac. What do you think about that? Or who did you have in mind? Or who were you I love for? Oscar Isaac. I, I, I think that was a, a really great choice just because he's one of my favorite actors working today. Um, going into it, uh, when they announced it, my initial, like, casting, who I would have liked to have seen um, – Oh, what is his name? I think it's Oliver Jackson Cohen. Uh, he plays Luke in uh, The Haunting of Hill House, and he is in The Invisible Man. He plays The Invisible Man. Um, oh, okay. Boyfriend. okay. I, I thought he would be a really good choice for Moon Knight, but when they announced Oscar Isaac, can't be mad at that. You know what I mean? He's a fantastic actor. Um, but yeah, that's uh, – I was really excited. A little nervous, a little skeptical because this is a really – dark character this is a guy who suffers from did you know dissociative identity disorder and um he really kind of he struggles with that he's violent like very bloody 
you know, no holding back. It's he's it, it's just a really dark character. So I was kind of worried about how that's going to fit into an otherwise happy go lucky MCU that we've gotten thus far. You know, there's there's been some dark stuff. They've handled, you know, some pretty intense situations, but nothing like super uh, you know, not like Marvel Netflix type stuff. You know what I mean? Like nothing super crazy. So it's kind of, uh, I was nervous to see how he would fit into that world if they were going to tone it down or what. But yeah, other than that. I mean, uh, for sure, it's, I was excited because uh, it's a little more on the side of, uh, not original, but we haven't done like a standalone lesser known character you know all these are big characters you know we got the falcon winter soldier coming off mm. the movies we got hawkeye you got a show uh wandavision wandavision you have vision of wanda you get a show everybody gets a show but now we're going moon knight this character hasn't been introduced in the movies mm. uh and obviously it's all connected right so we get we'll find out how that is or if he crosses over into the movies which i'm absolutely hundred percent sure that would be the case at some point well if this um, is a limited series i'm assuming Next time we see him is probably, you know, people are speculating there's going to be a Midnight Sun series, which he would probably show up in. Or See, what what is that? You're talking to somebody who has no idea. That's a, it's a group in the comics of like all the extreme like dark and magical sort of characters of Marvel. Like, uh, you know, someone like Doctor Strange, Blade, uh, Hellstrom, Ghost Rider, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, we're de- Moon Knight's definitely dealing with like the fantastical side like dr strange does yeah, is that it there's a, there's yeah a, I, would, I would say he's yeah fantastical sort of, mystical type stuff yeah sure because we're dealing with like egyptian gods and yeah, goddesses man. um and and the exciting thing was six episodes mm. so it's not too much and too long mm-hmm. uh can't get too drug out drug out drag um dragged it out so that just you know the shorter the more self-contained the tighter for me, just what I've noticed, what I've noticed, especially with these uh, streaming service shows, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing 10, 12, and it just gets, they're just stretching out as much as they can. And uh, six excites me. Mm-hmm. So that being said, uh, let's talk about this episode. It's not too, too crazy. But, ow! Sorry, I got a paper cut. What are you cut. doing? Dude, I just got a paper cut now. Um, <laughs> so tell me a little bit. Well, Start with the things maybe you liked or anything that really stood out. Um, well, obviously, we're getting the spoilers, so. Yeah. What did you think? I think the standout, honestly, is um, Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke's performance. I thought they were both really good. Uh, me and my girlfriend, she pointed out while we were watching the episode that it kind of has almost a horror type feel to it. It's almost kind of scary tone. You know what I mean? Which is something I don't think we've seen in the MCU before. Maybe a, a little bit with Doctor Strange, but it had a nice little suspense to it, which I thought was really cool. Uh, but yeah, that 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 would probably be like standout like stuff that I really liked and really enjoyed from it. It's uh, favorite part of the episode is the ending, but we'll talk more spoilers yeah. Yeah. on that. Um, uh, I definitely would say that, uh, I like, I like that there's so many questions after this episode. Yeah. We just know this dude's name is Stuart, Stuart, Steven, Steven. Wow. You don't even know his name, dude. Dude. I know. I'm, that's a joke in the show. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but I I like that we, you know, we're introduced to him, uh, just a day in his life. We don't know a lot about this Ethan Hawke character. We don't 
We don't even know who Moon Knight is. We don't even know who Mark. We literally just know Mark. Mark is somebody who you know, might Mark's be the a mercenary. Voice, that's it. Mercenary and the voice in his head apparently, mm-hmm. and refers to Stephen as an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> this idiot's still in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, it's shot a little different. Yeah, a lot of little handheld stuff. It's cool. A lot of wide stuff. Mm-hmm. Not, nothing too crazy as far as composition and framing, but uh, it does feel a little different. I was going to say, that's kind of one thing I think I'm really admiring about the MCU so far in phase four. You know, granted, whether you like the projects or not, um, I I say you can look at something like uh, you can go from WandaVision and you can go from uh, Spider-Man No Way Home and you can go to now Moon Knight. And each of them have this really cool, unique, stylized tone. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldiers. You know, and Hawkeye and Loki all kind of have the same sort of MCU feel. Loki still, I think Loki's probably my favorite of the MCU shows so far. Um, but it, it's, I would say it's, it was, I'd say it's probably the best looking. Yeah. And I, th- I think, uh, but anyway, the, my point was being that so far, phase four of the MCU has been very stylized. They're kind of, it seems like they're slowly but surely starting to branch out from what they have been doing. And I think that's kind of nice. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I approach these films as, and you hate, we argue with this all the time or mm-hmm. bust each other's balls about it. But um, I don't know, fluff, popcorn, fun time. I don't, I don't like to take them too seriously anymore. Yeah. Um, especially after the Batman just come out, you know, I mean, we can only take one thing so seriously, mm. you know, because the Batman just—it's the Batman. It's what are you gonna? The best comic book movie ever made. I know. Um, but yeah, I like, I like, I like the um, <laughs> some of the jokes are, you know, it's not it's not too heavy handed on jokes, but mm. he Oscar's performance is is fun to watch. You know, the way he walks, he actually has like this. Uh, what's the what's the term? Would you not bone legged? But he walks like he's. Like a clown almost, because it's yeah. It just this is composure is real fun to see. Uh, I can't stand his accent though, really? and not because it's not not because it's not believable, mm-hmm. um, but because it just doesn't fit his face to me. Right. Yeah. Well, so you say you know Oscar Isaac's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of weird though. I was thinking about it. You know, we're watching this and he's doing a British accent. And everybody's like, oh, what the fuck, dude? But then you see British people, Tom Holland, Benedict Cumberbatch, all these guys using uh, American accents, and everybody's like, yeah, no big deal. We're used to it. I think Christian Bell does the best American mm. accent. He's he's amazing. Yeah. But uh yeah, I like the the Arthur. Is it Arthur? Do we, does he even say he's Arthur? Do we know him as Arthur? Ethan Hawk's character? Um I don't know if he ever says his name. Or if somebody says his name. Maybe. But I don't I, know. Like you mentioned that the, it's not too heavy handed on the horror element, but it does have that some of that uh, you know. He's like a, in a cult or something. He's like a cult leader of some sorts. Um, especially towards the end where you get very Blair Witchy. And I guess that's the term I would say. Yeah, it, uh, it, it does have that very nice horror I don't undertone know to it. I don't know if I would consider Blair Witchy. You know what I'm trying I to say? Mean, Just yeah, the, it's, I, not necessarily Blair Witchy. What am I trying yeah, to say? It's, that sort of vibe, it has that sort of tension to it. It's not, yeah, you're yeah. not saying it's like Blair Witch. It's just you're saying similar sort of tension. Uh, I think my favorite joke was uh, at the end whenever he says uh, something about Avatar. Do you know the Avatar? He's like, oh, the blue people. I love mm. that movie. Something, something. Oh, the anime? Yeah, he's like, the anime? Yeah. He's, yeah, um, funny. 
And I think the uh oh no the no I'm sorry my favorite one is the him getting or him accidentally standing up that girl mm. and uh, he's like oh, I'll just have the steak yeah and he's ve- apparently he's vegan he's vegan yeah so he's like well how do you want it ah oh, just very very good please <laughs> which I thought that was a that that was a pretty heartbreaking scene for me I was sitting there watching really like, yeah bro because. He's sitting there. This is a dude who's suffering with the fact that he is missing days and missing time, and he doesn't even realize it. He can't stop it. He knows something's happening. He's strapping himself to the bed every night, and whenever he's sitting there, it's almost like you know we know he's vegan. So whenever he says he's going to order the steak, it's almost like this look. At, I like that subtle moment, that subtle performance from him. Just kind of like it's defeat. He's just like, yeah, no, I'll I'll have it. He's still not, like he's not even there in that moment. He's like, yeah, very very, very good, very good. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just kind of, it was almost sad for me. I was like, oh, dude, like I feel for him. I feel for Steven. Yeah. The whole like channel or the, oh, I'm going to have a girlfriend maybe one day, but once she finds out I chained myself to my bed, that's a red flag. <laughs> um, What are you doing? Okay. Colin went, Colin went dark on me. What? <laughs> I didn't go dark what? on you. I'm right here. Right. Sure. I mean, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's a nice pilot. It's a little short. It feels short. Yeah, um, it's like 45 minutes. Is, uh, is there anything else that really stood out to you? Or I mean, I like the whole, the way they do the time skips. I mean, mm-hmm. someone says if he closes his eyes, opens them back like, up. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Little flashes. Those are really cool. I'm trying to think of anything else that, you know, when he show he's in like, he wakes up in a different part of the world, doesn't even know where he's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fun. It's fun time. I wouldn't say it's too, too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's a pilot, you know, pilots yeah. are usually setting. It's got me hooked. Base. Yeah. It's, it's got to get you hooked, set some bases. Yep. And uh, is there anything maybe you didn't like? Yes. Okay, what was that? Very big dislike. This is like almost taking me out of the episode. Dislike. Are you being serious right now? Being dead ass serious. Okay. I know you're going to agree with me. I, I don't know how anyone couldn't agree with this. The CGI is so bad on that scene where he's driving away in the donut car or whatever, the donut truck. It is so bad casey he, it's just so blatantly green screen the cars are so blatantly cgi the truck with the logs on the back turns like a jack it's called jackknifing right whenever a truck does that like the back the cab part like splits and not splits but like turns when the front doesn't uh-huh. but it, like it jackknifes or whatever and it as it turns the car another car slams into it the animation on the truck there's not even like a, a the, the truck doesn't even shake when the car hits the car just goes boom and it just keeps moving into it and it's just kind of like it, it, i guess they they got to have like some big cgi moments coming up to just be able to be like yeah we can get away with this this is fine right now even still like when we meet Moon Knight for the first time, you can tell his cape is heavy CGI. It's just kind of that that CGI part of it really took me out from it. I was just kind of like, like this is a cool moment, like I get it, but dude, the the bit like he he even stops like on the road, and there's a car in front of him, and the cars stop, and the guys start to get out. You can tell 
that road isn't real the car isn't real and you see the dude get out of the car and it looks so fake and i'm just like it, it took me out i was like man but you know after that moment it's whatever the rest of the episode's golden oscar isaac you know it's the the episode isn't ruined by any means but like that definitely took me out i was like hmm. what the fuck man i mean i've had that issue i mean and look we know from people in the industry on twitter you know they talk about how they will rely on the cg to do it so they don't have to pay for the actual mm. people to make their costumes and stuff like that yada yada, yada. Mm-hmm. obviously practical goes a long way especially when it comes to costumes i don't mm-hmm. see the big you know in Granted, there's points in a costume for a superhero movie or show where, uh, yeah, you need to do CG. You got to do CG Superman cape, so it's flowing beautifully in the background. Or, right. But for instance, Spider-Man suit, it's almost Tom Holland's always in a, in a CG mocap, mm-hmm. and it's not real Spider-Man, and you can feel it because it doesn't yeah. look real. Yeah. I think, for me, the, those little things are what takes it to the next level or just in, enhances the whole experience of viewing it. It does, Whereas, and I think it's oh, – I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. No, no. Go, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just saying uh, that that's just what uh, – but, you know, Disney, money. Yeah, I think it's, it's also hard, and it makes it more noticeable whenever you take elements of – you have a practical background – or a practical object within the frame, and then you put something digital with it. You know what I mean? Because right. then that makes – you can really see the difference of, oh, hey, I see the outlining of this cab right here that this shot is going through where we're looking at this guy standing on the road, but nothing out there is real. I see the real objects, but I can very much tell the lighting difference between him and all this green screen and stuff. And that's, you know, same thing with Tom Holland, Spider-Man, you can very much tell when it's CGI that there are a couple times I'm sure that it is CGI and we don't notice. And that, sure, that's, that's great. That's fine. You know what I mean? But that's probably whenever it's completely CGI in that yeah. frame, you know what yeah. I mean? Because then you can't tell the difference because you're like, it's all computer generated. But that looks really real because it all matches. Everything's good. So whenever you're stru- like whenever you're doing things with, you know, there's even parts with a uh, uh, the moon god, the, you know, the big bird head. His name's Conchu. Whenever we see him, it's like he's heavily CGI. Yeah. It's it's he's composited into a frame. I'm just getting into spoilers now. By the way, I don't know if we threw up a spoiler warning, but. There's a part where he wakes up after he's been to whatever country he's in. Obviously not London anymore. He's like probably like Switzerland or some shit. I don't know. But he he's out there and then he snaps back and he's just on the bus. And he's like, oh. And he like turns around and you see Con- – it's a cool shot. Conchu's like mm-hmm. just standing out there watching him as the bus drives by. Yeah. And it's like that's horrifying, one. Yeah. But two, Conchu's light- – his whole lighting on him is completely different than what's – going on everything else outside so it's just kind of like oh he's he's really light i feel like there should be more shadows on him maybe you know maybe that's part of it maybe he's just emanating moonlight and that's the whole thing and i'm just missing that but i don't know that's that the cgi in this episode really bothered me but the performances uh in the story and there are some I, i think there's some pretty decent cinematography in some of these shots you know there's there's the bit where he's talking to the completely gold dude which apparently is crawley who is a character from the comics uh, mm, that yeah. Mark uses as an informant, like a street level informant to like give him information. But apparently, so I, apparently that's him, which I thought was like, whoa, what the fuck? Cause he's in the credits. Um, but you see that and there's that really cool shot where he's there. And then it's like, you have the puddle 
and then you have the real stuff and then you see the footwalk it, it's very trippy looking i was like that's a cool f- shot so there, there there are like a lot of cool moments that really do save it and the story saves it oscar isaac it, it, you forget about the cgi for a minute because you're like this dude's carrying this it's it's really it's really good i'm i'm enjoying it for like i said first episode got me hooked i still i think it's a good episode just the cgi really bothered me yeah i mean it goes back to for me like the floating iron man head in civil war mm. i mean there's all and, and a lot of it is like you said it's lighting a lot of it is i think that's mainly it honestly you know it's and it, it is and it's putting all this pressure on the vfx artists to do all this extra work getting them crunches you know making them work blood sweat and tears and i should say they're working uh, crazy hours not getting paid nearly enough nope and nope. it's and it's in unreasonable amounts of time so they're doing the best they can i'm at the end of the day like i'm not necessarily blaming you know like bad vfx artists like i get it it's no, i have made uh, i mean yeah it's i it's hard to get mad and like really shit on a movie now whenever i've made shitty short films and been like this is really bad short film but like this is it was really hard to make that shitty short film. You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> no, like, no, 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 absolutely. Which is why we, we don't do any like top 10 disappointing movies right. in 2021. Like we right. decided not to do that because yeah, this shit's not easy, mm-hmm. but big yeah. corporations, obviously, you know, it's a different story. You got a, but at the end of the day, it's hard making shit look cool and engaging. It's hard That's, to even polish a turd, man. Trust me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts fired. Just kidding. Um, Anything about uh, the ending, like the the bathroom scene is obviously the, Dude, the cool part. Like, that is the coolest part of the entire Let show. me have control. When him, I actually <sighs> thought when that monster smashed his face, like he might have lost, mm. I don't know, an eye or something. Because he, he did not get enough time to transform. Yeah. Well, even if he did, you know, we saw at the beginning of the episode, he, he had his jaw broken. And he just True. And he, like, healed it that. right back. So. That which which I thought there that bit and then the bit where he first loses consciousness they're trying to take the scare out of his hand he goes no 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 and it like skids and he like stands there and he looks his hand is covered in blood and he's got yeah. blood on his face and he's like oh my god you know or whatever and it's <laughs> just kind of like that's that's a lot of that's a lot of blood Disney like what are you doing <laughs> you know that so that there was. That, that, I thought that was pretty cool. It's definitely not as dark, and I highly doubt it gets as dark as the Netflix stuff did. Dude, um, which I would love. That's what I want. Moon Knight deserves that, if I'm being honest. Absolutely. It, yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, read the Jeff. I, I'm going to go and tell people this. Jeff Lemire has a great run with fuck, like gorgeous art by Greg Smallwood. Check it out. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis, great run. Look at you. That's it. Yes. Read that book, man. That book is so good. Yes. Yes. I got my paper cut on that book. Hell yeah. Uh, that book is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, but yeah, Brian Michael Bendis's run is great as well. They, they've reissued the complete collection of it. Get, get out there, read it people. I, I'm, I'm ready to have other people to be like, Hey, you know about Moon Knight? And they're gonna be like, "Yeah, Moon Knight. I like Moon Knight." You know what I mean? That that's cool feeling. But uh, he's he's a cool. He got a cool costume too. The costume is just dude. cool. He looks cool. And there's different variations of the costume. Obviously, mm-hmm. like I like this tuxedo one. I think that one looks. That's that's a totally different personality, dude. That's that's not that's yeah. not Moon Knight. That's Mister Knight. You know what I mean? That's it's a yeah. totally different thing. It's oh, it's it's so good. It's uh, you know, there's there's a lot of times you know people 
I remember there being a really cool panel of his that I read in the comics of they're talking to him and he says, uh, you know, he, he's not necessarily, you know, he wears white because he's Moon Knight, right? But like he's, he's not wearing white because of the moon. He's wearing white so the bad guys can see him coming. Yeah. And it's like, ooh. And like Taskmaster, who was just absolutely robbed in the Black Widow movie. Oh, oh um, man. But Anthony Masters. What, what movie? I've never heard of that movie. Right, yeah. Hardly know her. Um, but there's the movie that said, Florence Pugh's in the MCU. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, Taskmaster in the comics is asked, you know, because his whole his ability is to mimic other people. He, he, he sees it and he remembers it. He can become one of the best fighters. He can watch somebody like Iron Fist, Captain America, and then he can like copy it. He can fight like them now. And they ask, they're like going through lists or whatever of like, you know, uh, people that he can mimic or whatever. And they ask him about Moon Knight. He's like, Mark Spector. He's like, I'm not crazy enough to mimic Mark Spector. He's like, that dude would rather take a punch than throw one. It's like, ooh, he's just so crazy. Like, he's crazy. He's badass. Like, he thrives. In that. He's he's insane, dude. I love it. It's such a cool character. It's, I'm, I'm so glad he's being brought to the forefront of this. And they're really diving deep into the multiple identities and i think that they did it really cool right there at the very end whenever he's freaking out and like you said you know you see him in the mirror and he's like that thing's about to come through the door right now you have to give me control you have to let let me save us and he said you're not real you're not real (laughs) it's so good but that moment where it's like everything just kind of goes quiet for a second he's like steven look at me let me save us and then you see like hieroglyphs start to glow on the walls and shit. And I was like, that's kind of cool. And it's almost like he was seizing up in a sense. Cause like he looks at him and then he starts to look at the door and he's like going, like you just see his head shaking a little bit and then his eyes go white and he like tilts his head back and you see the wrap start to go. I'm like, this is intense, dude. It was, it was oh, it was so cool. I loved it. It was such a great moment. I, I think I posted on Twitter. I was like, what an introduction, man. Like yeah. to just see the character. I definitely uh, want to see more of Mark next episode for sure. I don't want to go back just straight to Steven. That's I see. So I, I'm thinking there's one of two things that could happen. It's either we start the next episode, which I think would be cool. I think we'll get this episode regardless. I just don't know if it's going to be the next one or not. Um, we're going to get an episode where it's Mark's perspective. Because all episode was mm. Steven's perspective. I think it'd be cool if we go into the next one. And it's the same thing we just saw. But it's, it's Mark's point of view. He's awake and he's mm. like getting out of the bed. He's taking off the thing. He's going out and going to wherever he needs to get to. To do his bidding for Conchu. You know. Um, so he's doing that whole bit. You know. Uh, all the cool fight moments and shit. That, I think that'd be really neat. Um, or it's going to be Steven just snapping awake in his bed. There, there's a spot in the trailer where he just goes, ah, and he like runs out of bed and, it, whoosh, and like, you know, the thing laps and falls onto the floor. I almost want to bet that's going to be the beginning of the next episode. He's going to be like, what just happened? And now he can't prove it. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? Mm. So I, I, it's going to be one of those, I probably bet. But yeah, the trailer promises a lot more stuff. I just don't want it to keep, obviously, I don't, it's, I'm speaking way ahead of myself and I don't, it's not going to happen, but I just don't want it to be like constantly waking up. Oh, what happened? Waking up. Oh, no, right. I have a bunch of blood, you know. Because that'll get you don't have to, like I said. There's only six episodes. I doubt they're going to do that because this is going to be tight. I would I, hope not. I, I would hope it we at least in the next episode, Stephen maybe has another moment of like, 
I think I think at this point, you know, Steven couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't in the first episode, right? I think he's gonna start to in this next episode realize that this is this is happening. You know what I mean? I think he's gonna be convinced of it, and it's gonna be a matter of well, what would be the gut instinct of a person like that? Well, he's gonna want other people to believe him. You know, like I I don't know what he'll do. He, I, I imagine there'll be a scene he goes to work and he's gonna be like, "You're not gonna believe what happened here." You know, talking to the lady who was trying to get him to do work and be like, like, this happened and there was this monster and and I ended up doing this. And she's going to be like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> you know, like maybe something like that. That That's what I, I'm kind of leaning towards is going to happen, which I'm cool with. But I agree with you though. I don't think they, I don't go past the second episode still with the whole, is this real or not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. he needs to f- realize that it's real. And then it's like, okay, now, Stephen, you know, obviously Mark and Conch, you know, but Stephen now needs to learn what's going on and how is yeah. he going to help? Because uh, the, the, there's so many questions, so many setups of like what's actually going on. What are Mark and Conch up to? What's the scarab have to do with anything? Why does Arthur want it? You know, and then we have Mark's past of the girl on the phone, which is probably Layla. And she's going to be like, hey. She probably, I, I'm assuming they're mercenaries. She's probably got some resources. She'll find him and be like, Mark, what the fuck are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Who's Mark? I'm Steven. You know? <laughs> so it, it's, it's all really interesting. I, I see the setup. Like I I see the, where the, where they're going with it. I'm just curious that it's a really interesting story. I'm really excited, but I'm also a little nervous because it's going to be so wild and so crazy. I think I'm, I'm kind of wondering, can they stick the landing? Yeah, can you handle it? And yeah, because the, the the weird stuff, you know, the, there's they're getting into weird stuff with stuff like you know Shang Chi and uh, Eternals and and there's a you know and there's a formula to it. You want it right. to kind of derive from the formula, do something because you know there's always that. It's unlike anything we've ever done. That's it's like, every project. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh okay, but right. It's I just not remember. Th- it's funny you talk about the CG cars. Going back to that. Mm. That didn't bother me too much. What took me out of the sh- the, sh- the episode uh-huh. was when he's running from the demon dog or whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. and he runs into this pottery thing that's on a statue that's not like glassed out or anything. So yeah. it almost fall in, in a museum and it almost yeah. falls over. And I was like, oh, that clearly wouldn't be in a museum, just unprotected <laughs> just by glass. Sitting there like that, where kids could just clearly knock that over. <laughs> that actually took me out for like half a second. I was like, idiot, oh shut up. <laughs> yeah. so stupid i know dude well yeah uh but yeah it's it's solid dude i'm excited yeah when, every, every wednesday right every wednesday every wednesday i'm i'm um, hype as any, hell anybody say anything else anything else you want to talk about or questions or theories um i i think as of right now i don't really have any theories um i'm just i'm excited to see where they go um i'm uh optimistic hesitantly optimistic that they'll stick a landing here you know because i don't want it to have another wandavision effect of wandavision being great and then at the very end it's kind of like or like even hawkeye still it's it's which i I was enjoying those shows and then it gets up to the very end and you're just kind of like i mean yeah i get i yeah it ended i guess then a boner joke Ralph Boner. I I still don't mind. I don't mind that as much as other people did. I didn't think he was going to be quick, so I thought it was kind of funny. But yeah, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I guess. I really hope they stick the landing. I have faith 
and Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke as actors. Uh, I'm not familiar with the actress that plays Layla, um, but I, I hope she does great as well. I think if anything, that's probably going to be the saving grace of it all. Um, I hope the action's cool. There seems to be a lot of CGI Moon Knight and not just Moon Knight in a costume in that trailer. So I'm a little worried about that, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm like I said, I'm optimistic for a good show. This is one of my favorite characters, you know, Dr. Strange, Moon Knight, Iron Fist, mystical Marvel is my favorite Marvel. You know what I mean? Mm. So now we're getting, we're getting into that and I'm really nervous and I'm excited. I'm excited too. Sam Raimi is going to save us all. Um, well, Colin, thanks for doing this with me, brother. Or thanks for doing with us, brother. Because it's me and uh, Mark here. Oh my god! <laughs> and of course, we'll be back next week with episode two Whee? of the Moon of the Moon Night. And um, stay spoiler free because you know Twitter is going to ruin it for you, folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colin, see you next week, sir. Yes, sir. Bye. <laughs>